Welcome to We Are Free. I am your host, Becky Morquecho, and you're listening to episode 45. This is a podcast about letting go of what we think our lives should look like and the sweet freedom God has for us on the other side of surrender. My guest today is Jenny Lien. Jenny is the writer and artist behind the Yay Project, which seeks to help women celebrate their God-given design by reminding them, you are you, yay! Through the Yay Project, she's had the joy of praising God with women in North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, and Oceania, and is overjoyed to connect so deeply through a shared love of Him. When not creating for the Yay Project, she works in children's book publishing and is also a freelance food writer. Jenny is originally from Ontario, Canada, and currently lives in Hong Kong. Hey, Jenny. Good morning, evening. Morning for me, evening for you. (laughs) Hi, Becky. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on You We Are Free. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I've been excited to chat with Jenny. You guys have probably seen me posting on Instagram. I share her stuff often because she speaks to me often in the way that she writes and and um, it's just, it's such an encouragement to me. So I wanted to share that with with you as well, with everybody else listening. Um, Jenny, how are things going in Hong Kong amid, you know, COVID and life <laughs> happening over there right now? Yeah, Hong Kong, um, I think, was one of the first countries to be hit by COVID. So we are now in our third wave. And it's actually just gotten um, worse, I mean, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Um, where we're seeing sort of daily highs, which is, you know, a little bit concerning. But I think everyone is just going back to the precautions that we've been taking. So masks everywhere and, you know, common sense things, not leaving the house. And mm-hmm. we're feeling even a little bit sick, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy times. But um, just thankfully, we have other things to focus on and lean on as well. <laughs> Um, <laughs> for sure. Jenny, tell us a little bit about the Yay Project. Why did you start it? What led you uh, to that place? Um, how long ago was that? Fill us in a little bit. Sure. Um, so the Yay Project started last August, August 10th. So it's almost been a whole year. Um, and I think, uh, to be honest, last May, I went through a really tough breakup. And I think it was sort of a confusing situation for me because it was was one of those times where I felt God had confirmed and and given me the go ahead and things like that. And so when it didn't work out, I had a lot of questions. And so I think I went through 12 hours of, you know, do I hear from God at all? Is God real? How could God do this to me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, right. But then maybe two years ago, I'd gone through a period of questioning. So I've been Christian my whole life. And in that season, I really deeply questioned whether God existed. So this time, even though I was very hurt and I was very confused, I just said, you know, whatever, God, I know you're real. I literally have no strength. I absolutely need you just to take over and just carry me, do whatever you need to do. Cause I, I don't know like, I don't know anything right now. Yeah. Um, and so from May until I think July, it was like, I couldn't breathe, you know? <laughs> so it was just, I would go to work, but every bathroom break, I would wake up early. I would, you know, after work, I would come straight home and I would lie in bed and I would just pray, pray or read sermons or listen to worship music or read Christian books. Like I just needed God you know, I need to not think about my situation, focus on God. And I think after doing it every day, like 
I like realized how amazing God is and how much God loved me and all the like promises that he had. And, and the more that sunk in, the more I was able to, I think I was able to let go. And then God was healing me, even if I didn't realize it. And then about, I think in July, he sort of nudged me like, Hey, do you remember last year when I told you, you were going to start writing about faith? I was like, uh-huh, <laughs> so you're going to do it in August. And I was so nervous because I'd been doing lifestyle writing for a while, but I'd never written about my faith. I'd been Christian my whole life, but evangelizing, even telling people I was a Christian, it, it just wasn't as natural. You know, I could share about my own walk with God, but in terms of like, reciting Bible verses, that kind of thing. I just didn't feel qualified. Mm -hmm. Um, But when God says do something, you know, like if you think that God is telling you to do something, you just do it right. You know, you don't really have a choice. I think in that season, I was, you know, anything God said to do, I would do it. And so I started the Yay Project. He had, during that period of um, healing, he'd reminded me one day when I was struggling with fear of rejection, but like, you are you, yay. And I was like, oh, that's the name. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just started the Instagram account. I had no idea what I was doing, but just sort of each day with faith after my quiet time, I would just write something based on my, my prayer time. And then it just started from there. Yeah. It's so cool. Your work is beautiful. Your words are beautiful. Sometimes it's like straight from the Bible. Sometimes it's your, you know, interpretation of what he's saying to you or what he's speaking to you. Um, and I love the mix of all of it. Um, how, okay. So you are you, yay. Like, let's talk about this concept a little bit. Um, tell me why you love, um, like encouraging women to be, you know, who they are. How do you, how do you do that? How did you come around? Like the, you are you part. Mm. So I think even maybe six months before starting the gay project. So before the breakup, before all of that, um, it was during our church retreat where there was just one day where I was lying down listening to worship music. And I just felt God remind me of the time when I was um, about six and there was this childhood bullying incident. But but I just remember like how I felt in that moment. And God was reminding me that like he was there with me, even though I didn't know. And so um, I think ever since I was young, maybe because of just moments like that, moments that we don't realize affect us, you know, and like as, a, as an adult, I didn't realize that, oh, when I, this moment that happened when I was six is still affecting me now. Mm-hmm. And so God revealing things like that, because I think so that bullying incident was like about shoes, you know, everyone was wearing jelly sandals and I didn't have jelly sandals. So I think subconsciously, um, like on the one hand, God has made me someone that really loves beauty, whether that's design or art or fashion, but then combined with like an insecurity about, you know, fear of rejection over like how I look and what I wear, it affected me in so many areas of my life in in terms of like, I would search for ways to pad my resume based on um, things that looked good rather than things that I felt God wanted me to do, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so in the season of, um, you know, seeking God and understanding more about God's character and realizing like how many prayers God had answered. Um, Even if I didn't realize it, even if I was doing it for selfish reasons, he always had, you know, a plan to use it for his good, right? Like, Like he always does. And so 
so now I feel like because I like I've never, <laughs> despite years of being really ambitious and trying really hard to succeed and having like, you know, decent worldly success and whatever, I've never had more joy or more success just doing whatever God tells me, you know, <laughs> like God knows how he made me. He knows the plans he has for me. And it's not just me, it's every single child of God, right? Yeah. And so I think my early 20s, I had so many insecurities, right? Like trying to trying to make it, trying to succeed when you start from nothing as a, like a graduate, right? You want to, you want to do something with your life. And now I get quite a lot of, um, like comments and messages from women in their early twenties going through exams, that kind of thing, like not knowing how to succeed or worrying that they won't. Um, and so I'm just so thankful that maybe, you know, it took me a bit longer, but in, in pursuing God and seeking him with all of our hearts and following his lead, like he'll definitely take us you know, way beyond we could ever imagine for ourselves. Yeah. Like not just for our happiness, but for his, for his plan. Right. right. No, I totally agree. Um, how would you define success now? Like differently than you would when you were in your twenties, early twenties? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. I think in my twenties, I've never defined success necessarily based on like a certain amount of money, but it was just like an interest of mine. Mm -hmm. So for example, like I always read fashion magazines and so success for me would be like some sort of cool job with a great wardrobe, this bag, (laughs) really things, but it's, it's just things that I valued, I guess. And now actually, I'm not even sure how I define success. I really think that if I think that I really am doing my best to follow God completely and I'm in line with his path for my life, and that's success. Because, you know, I feel like sometimes I can still get caught up in, oh, um, like we were talking briefly about writing a book and, and all of that. And so, you know, I would wish that I could write the entire book next month and have it be out the month after that. Girl, me too. Let's just have a writing retreat and I'll meet you somewhere in the world if we can fly. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. yeah. That'd be so fun. My early morning coffee would be great. Mm. But, you know, that's not necessarily God's plan. Um, and so I feel like God, God has given his dreams and God teaches us things as you go through things. And so for me, success, I mean, God knows everything I desire to do, but it's more important for me. Like it has to be more important that I value what he wants rather than idolizing like my dreams. So I guess success for me is just a doing my best to obey. Yeah. If I like in my heart believe that I'm doing my, my, my best, then that's success. Yeah. I'll second that. Um, Jenny, how, how do we get to that place? I know that it was a journey for you. Everybody's on their own journey and I know we're always, mm-hmm. it's like, we've never arrived necessarily, but as yeah. far as like living out your God giving God given calling and like you saying, as mm-hmm. long as I'm obeying, I feel like that's, you know, I'm that's success. I'm doing what God wants me to do. How, did you, I know you went through prayer and the breakup and all these things, but how do we discover that? Mm. If there's people listening, like, how do we get to that place? How do you know that you are living in that sweet spot of, you mm. know, God's calling for your life, no matter if circumstances change or jobs change? Like, yeah. how do we, how do we get into that, like, that sweet spot? Mm. So I think back to, like, I've been a Christian my whole life. 
But I think because of that and just having that faith that God existed, I sort of took God for granted a lot. So I knew he loved me. I knew he was watching out for me. But what I wasn't doing was spending time with him. If I needed him, I would pray. If I was in trouble, I would pray. But it wasn't a regular thing necessarily. And in that season last year, like nothing was more important to me than God. And so in waking up early, like I make a cup of coffee and then I read my Bible and I pray every single day without fail because like, like for me, it's almost like more important than like air, you know, like I, I literally need to know God's thoughts because I have questions and I have concerns and I just need to get straight with God, I guess. So I think in terms of finding that sweet spot, it didn't come from periods where I wasn't consistent with spending my time with God, but it's like a daily, like, how do I, so even when I started writing posts for the Yay Project, I think more and more I've been sharing, um, like things that I sense God telling me, but, but I get a lot of questions, like, how do I know God's voice? And for me, I mean, I wasn't sure at first. Sometimes, I mean, like with the break, but I thought I was sure, but was I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's that, it's that time with God and knowing his character through the Bible, having that personal relationship with him and just day by day, it grows and grows and grows. Right. And I, I don't ever want to be in a situation again where I fall on back, I guess. Like I pray from now until I'm with Jesus. It just keeps growing every day. Um, so I think if someone is, in that, in a period where they they maybe don't know what God's call is for their life, or they don't feel like they hear from God, just to be consistent and to pursue God and and to spend time in the Word and to make it. Because sometimes we can make it less important than like Netflix or spending time with friends, and none of those things are necessarily bad. But if it's such a big discrepancy, then maybe something can change and just. Now with COVID, we all have a little bit more time. <laughs> yes, we do. Less excuses. That's perfect time. Yeah. 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 Jenny, you're doing, so you have the Yay Project. You do, you're in children's book publishing. You are a food writer as well. You see Jenny, if you go to her Instagram account, you'll see her eating delicious things in Hong Kong. Um, <laughs> what would you say like for you is living out like you're doing about you're doing different things like what is your sweet spot as far as like living out who God has created you to be like where do you feel like out of all of those things where do you feel like you just are really in line with um the skills the talents the strengths the heart that he gave you yeah um I think for a long time, I sort of prioritized the A project sort of above all because I was just so excited about how he was changing my life that I wanted to tell people because <laughs> maybe it would also change their life. Um, and so, for example, food writing is something that God sort of blessed me with in a season where I had recently moved to Hong Kong, didn't have that many friends, really wanted to have new experiences. But Hong Kong's also a very expensive city, so I can't be eating out all the time. And sort of he provided that opportunity and it's just been going on, you know, three, four years now. Um, but I think during a lot of these dinners, there isn't a lot of talk about faith. Sometimes there's some talk of like, because there'll be beauty editors, fashion editors there too. So there can be talk of like sort of new age things. I, I went to a tasting once and someone had just come back from a treat to learn how to be a shaman, you know. So I, and it's, it's treated as a 
very normal thing. And so I also feel like talking about God is also a very normal thing. And so maybe I can bring that up in um, conversation in different circles. Mm -hmm. And then I've, I've told, I think growing up, I never would have considered being able to serve God full time because it just seemed scary. (laughs) But then last year, I, I just came to this I don't know, thought one day that like, I would love nothing more than to be able to share about God, praise him, write, draw, whatever it is full time. Mm-hmm. Um, but God has not said to do that yet. But I think also through that, I mean, like God doesn't like waste the waiting as people say, right? Like I've had so many conversations about faith in the past year. Um, like one of my managers, she um, was a Christian, but hadn't been going to church for years. And then sort of through seeing me, you know, fall apart and come back together and throughout it all, just have faith in God. Like we've been able to have so many conversations. She's gone back to church and now we regularly like share Bible verses and what we're learning on Sunday. So yeah. God's definitely moving. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I hear that. I, I totally agree. I say that very often. Like, I don't feel like anything is wasted. Like here I am, I have this podcast. We are free. Like a year ago, I mean, started a year ago, two years ago, had no clue this is where I would be. But like everything has built upon one thing. My husband had and I had different businesses and now he has his own business and I have this, but like we would never have known like this is where we would be. But all of the things that we've done have like been the next step or not even a step, but have like supported where we are now in different ways. Um, So it's so cool. But you can only see that and you can only see sometimes what God has been doing. Like once you've gotten to that place, um, so yeah, I'm excited for, sure. for you and just to see, I, I know that he's using you right now. It's very, very clear, but, um, I'm excited to hear how that continues. Um, do you think, um, what are some like red flags or, um, things you feel, things that pop up where you feel like, okay, I'm kind of like out of line of like, not on that straight path of where God has me mm-hmm. or where he wants me. Like, what are some things that you've experienced in your own life that you're like, okay, I kind of need to get back on track to um, who he's created me to be. Mm -hmm. I think with trying to spend a lot more time with God, and I think maybe you, like people can see it through my posts too, because I don't think (laughs) anyone would read my Instagram and be like, oh, this girl has it all figured out. Because I think pretty regularly every other day, it's like something God is, like checking my heart about. And it's not necessarily something that I've been struggling with for a while, but maybe just that day or the past couple of days of that week, it's starting to get a bit, you know, off center. And he's just like nudging me back. Um, So things like his timing, um, whether it's like waiting for marriage or waiting for my book to be finished or waiting for, you know, any of the, of the other dreams that he's placed on my heart. If I start to get anxious, if I start to complain, if I start to whine, if I start to compare, I'm clearly not trusting in God's timing or looking at what he has for me like that day or that season, because we can spend so much of our time like complaining about things that we don't have control over anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, why do we think that God will answer us if we are like criticizing him or his plan or his design for our lives? It just, it just doesn't work, but it's so natural and it's so human sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that maybe is when I know when I start to get really uptight 
Whereas when I trust God, I mean, everything still needs to be done, right? Like if I want to write a book, I need to spend the time to write and edit and pray over it. Um, and I should enjoy that process rather than, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> worry about <laughs> worry about things that I don't need to worry about. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a very positive person. You have like positive energy and you're so encouraging. Um But like, we're all human. Like we all have those days where we do like whine or complain or, you know, say stuff to God. Like what is kind of your process as somebody um, who seems like you're very devoted and um, you, the fact that you wake up every morning and you read your Bible and you pray and like that is more important to you than anything. um, As I think that's such just like a great example for all of us. Like, do you give yourself, when you are in a season of just kind of like a lull or like feeling whatever it is, like it doesn't have to be depressed, but like, you know, like when you sort of fall off the track a little bit, like how do you um, allow yourself to feel that, but also, you know, move forward? Hmm. So I journal a lot. And so sometimes it's like journaling out notes or journaling out prayers. And then sometimes it's like, I feel all these things, but I don't know what I'm feeling. (laughs) And then as soon as I start writing, like all of the frustration comes out and the tears flow. Um, And so actually, I mean, I've, because I have gone through so many of those broken, complaining, whiny periods, like after the breakup, when I was just in pieces, like healing from that was a lot of fall apart, crying, crying out, yelling, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yelling in my heart. Or I'm familiar, guess, like, very familiar. No, <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> like, like, I know God that you are good, but how? And the analyzing and all of that. So mm-hmm. because I had been through like months of that, now I just feel like it's kind of, it's almost, a waste of time in a way because I think I also used to do it for a really long time so it wasn't just I would have like a half hour complaint session then get over it and move on it would be like the whole day yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I used to take it take it a bit far and it never resulted in anything like I would still have to repent and and do the thing so so the sooner I get over it now the better I think yeah. but then last weekend I was praying with um, some friends from church who were on the prayer team and one of them encouraged me to just like letter rip <laughs> and like tell God everything I was still upset about um, and she's like he can handle it and I knew that he could but I was like oh I don't know if I need you but then I started and then like it flowed out but then I think you know, God can handle it. He already knows how we feel and what we're going to say if we let her rip. But then coming back like, okay, but (laughs) I know that you are good God. I think it just can't ever end on the pity party. I'm going to ignore you now. Right. Right. Totally. I think it's cleansing too, in a way, like, like you said, like he already knows. So we might as well like feel it for a little bit, get it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes if we don't acknowledge it, yeah, maybe we kind of bury it a little bit. It's almost better to release it and acknowledge it, pray over it, and then like check it. Yeah. Um, Jenny, tell me a little bit about like what you've seen or experienced or heard from women like since the Yay Project and like having this out in the world for almost a year now. Um, what kind of messages do you get from women? What are they what are they saying to you? What's on their hearts? Um, tell us some of that. 
I think God like has really blessed me because like when I first started, I was really so nervous because sometimes on the internet, people can be really mean, right? And I didn't want people to be like, oh, this girl doesn't know her Bible, you know? And when you're first starting out, like no followers, first post, it can be kind of nerve wracking, even if you feel like God is telling you to do it. But I think very quickly people were just and like people all over the world right like the power of instagram versus some of the other channels is that people find you through hashtags and things and we'll just say really encouraging things like oh my god told me that verse today too mm-hmm. um and then i think one of the early posts or one of the early messages i got that really touched me was about how they really liked how like creative the posts were um and that i think because I gone through so many years dealing with a fear of rejection, wanting to be creative in myself, but really worried about what people would say if I was like really myself and being that exposed, just having that comfort. Like I can be exactly who I am doing exactly what God called me to do nervous about it. But then having that, that person just be like, Oh, I, I really love it. And I see like your unique creativity was really, really meaningful. And then, I think as it's grown, you know, people will, I don't know, say things like they really feel like God spoke to them through certain posts or I think asking questions about like, like, how do you, how did you learn to hear from God? And and, Mm -hmm. and we'll have like brief conversations about prophecy or they'll, I mean, a lot of people actually, I wouldn't say a lot, but a number of people have shared about like personal things like, Oh, your post really helped me through depression or like so-and-so and my family has just passed away. And I felt like God was saying this to me through the post. And I think ultimately like, it's all like, none of it is my knowledge, you know, like I'm not that clever with writing <laughs> um, or drawing. Like I like, before I do anything, I really have to spend, I feel like quite a bit of time with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so whenever I receive comments like that, like I'm really, encouraged to keep going I guess but I never I never think that it's because of my talent from so many years of trying to do things myself and and you know doing it with God is an entirely different thing yeah yeah no they are beautiful and they are creative and um I see them and they're so you you have you post so often I'm like you you do this very I don't know how long it takes you to draw or do that I'm like Jenny is you're fast at this and it's obvious that God is speaking to you. And it's obvious that you are spending time with him because he's continually saying things to you. And I think that that is a point just to make is like when, and I've said this before, and I definitely have experienced it. Like whenever I am in a season where I am like really fervently like chasing after him and seeking him, like you have so much overflow because you are seeking him and his goodness. And he's showing you his, you know, he's showing you that light and he's showing you his face and he's showing you where he wants you to go. And it's like, we can have so much to say and so much to share, like when we are in relationship with him and connected to him. So it's so obvious to me that you are like so consistently because you are pumping out these posts and I know that they're from your heart (laughs) and I know that they're what he's saying to you. Um, So it's just, it's such a great, you know, what you're doing is such a great testament to um, just having that relationship with God. Yeah. Thank you. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I see like really inspiring women like yourself and like so many others who are mothers, who have families and just seeing how you serve God when you have like major other commitments. 
And so like in this current season of singleness, I think it's one of the things that I'm like really conscious about. Like I won't always have so much free time, you know, God willing, I won't really always have so much free time. But since I do now, I'm going to chase after God as much as I can. Um, just because I can, you know, and I, and later when it's busier, it'll still be like that, but just in a different way, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So maybe eventually the post will slow down, but no. now it's like, I have nothing else to do. I mean, not that, not like I have nothing else to do, but like the best thing I want to do with my time is spend time with God. And then I just have lots of things that I want to yeah. share on Instagram. No, it's so good. It's so like, it, I come back often to see because it's every time it's, it's good. It's refreshing. It's encouraging. Like it's working. You know, God is working through you. Um, Jenny, what do you feel like God is teaching you right now? Like just in the season that you're at? So I was praying about this before, um, before coming on, because I was thinking, God, I mean, I feel like you're teaching me new things all the time, but like, what are you teaching me in this season? And I felt like he, he like reminded me that it's to rely on him. So in this season, for the past couple of years, I felt like God has given me sort of a word for the year. And so in January, I felt like God told me change, right? And who could have imagined the change that like the world would go through this year, right? It's like unbelievable. Um, I'm like a year that we'll never forget, right? And so relying on him in so many ways, like I literally can't do any of the A project without him. Before I started drawing the art, like I hadn't drawn in years. It was literally faith. I need something that is mine to, to post with the words. So I'm going to buy an iPad and I'm just going to try drawing. And so I'm always, you know, God, like, can you, can you give me an image for this? And then I, and then I just try. So I definitely can't do any of the A project without relying on God. Being in Hong Kong where I'm not a citizen, so I'm Canadian. And so, you know, job security, you know, I hope it stays, but you never know. Right. And then that's also something that, is, is, you know, worrying for quite a few people. Uh, marriage is definitely something relying on him and not overthinking or not planning on my own. Um, and then all of the other ambitions that ambitions and dreams that he's put on my heart, you know, who knows when they will happen, but I have to rely on God and, and seek him. So I think in, in all ways, yeah, relying on God this season is the biggest one. Yeah. Um, just to add on to that, what do you feel that you have been set free from? Oh, yeah. I love this question because for <laughs> me, the, it's so easy. It's definitely fear of rejection. Like it used to affect me in so many ways. Like even when I would be, you know, f feeling free to stay at a dinner party, right? Like I don't want to feel stupid. I don't want to not be well read on the news, you know, and, and I might not even care about politics, but I feel like I have to have an opinion. Like I would be so fearful of speaking. I would be so fearful of like wearing the wrong thing. And, and I would never admit it, you know, we all, tr I mean, sometimes we try and be <laughs> all put together perfect, but on the inside, I think I was living a lot for the approval of man. And then um, just being set free from that fear of rejection, it just, has given me so much more time to see God and what he thinks about me. And that's truly changed my life. And that's why I hope to encourage basically anybody that wants to listen <laughs> to, um, yeah, not worry about 
what other people think. Like if we know that God approves of it, then that's really all that matters. And then oftentimes everything else falls into place anyway. Yeah. I think that all comes back to your, you know, overarching theme of the A project is like being who God created us to be without having that fear of rejection um, or need for validation from other people to live out who he wants us to be or who he's created us to be. Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't end with us, right? It's like when we are like confident and secure in who God made us to be, then we realize that he also has a plan for us and that we're part of his plan. And so it's not like we become confident in ourselves and we're so excited that we're that we're as God made us to be, and then we just enjoy it, right? Like we get to enjoy it more by growing in Him and serving Him, and 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 I really just think that the more, like the closer we are to God, the more joy and the more love we have for Him, and it naturally progresses. Maybe mm-hmm. like now we realize who we are in God. Now we want to serve Him more and figure out what He has for us and tell more people and and yeah, be bolder. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, do you have any projects, things you're working on, things you're excited about coming up that you want to share about? Mm, one of the things that I have been praying about for a long time is a podcast. And so I never did anything with it because it was something that I felt like God was like stirring my heart about, but I had no direction. I didn't know what it would be about. I didn't know would it be just me or would I interview people? Like I had no idea. It was just like a podcast one day, maybe. And then I think in the past couple of months, um, I don't know. I think I've been experimenting a bit more with like IG stories and things like that. And then one day, I think two days in a row, I felt God like gave me more insight into the podcast. And then all of a sudden I got these messages being like, Hey, I think you should start a podcast. (laughs) I was like, okay. All right, God, I hear you. But I think it's um, like God's really given me a heart for sort of younger women and like the 20 to 30 still trying to figure out their God-given design and purpose and just to encourage them and just to share about not fearing the world, but really seeking God, like almost a blank slate, right? It doesn't matter if we're insecure about you know, our education or our family background or our clothes, like none of that matters. God has a plan for us exactly where we are. And as we follow him, you know, we'll get to see that, but we're not going to get to see it if we are too busy writing our own plan like I did for so long. So um, in addition to writing, you know, really long (laughs) Instagram captions, um, I'd love to be able to share through um, a podcast too. So hopefully this fall, Yay. Um, you are you the podcast. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I'm excited. We'll have to chat more about that after um, we're done chatting here. But um, <laughs> that's so exciting. Um, where can people follow along, see these beautiful posts, be encouraged? So primarily, I'm most active on Instagram. So Instagram at the.yay.project. Also on Facebook and Pinterest at The Yay Project and then at theyayproject.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jenny, just for um, just for being who God created you to be because I think that helps us all. It gives us the freedom and permission to do the same thing when we see other women out there like living the life that God created them to have and just being who they are. Like it just... 
it's vulnerable in that, you know, we we're we're doing that regardless if we're feeling rejected, regardless if we're not, you know, achieving what we feel like we should be achieving. But when other women are out there doing that, I feel like it gives us permission to like let our hair down <laughs> to say to so to say and, you know, um to live that same kind of life that he's created for us. So just thank you for doing that and Thank you for the EA project. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, you guys will have to go follow along and see what Jenny is up to. Thank you so much, Becky. And I totally agree about community. Like it's so encouraging for me to see your posts and, and other posts because we all need that encouragement, I think, from from other women and fellow sisters. You know, you never know when someone is having just like that down moment and then being reminded of God's goodness, just like perks everything up again. Yes, I agree. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Becky. Again, don't forget to check out the show notes where we have all of the info and links and resources we talked about in the show. You can go to beckymorquecho.com, B-E-C-K-Y-M-O-R-Q-U-E-C-H-O.com. Thanks for listening in.